0: Oh, hello What's up? Hello. Hello. How you doing,
1: Phil? Yeah, not bad. <laughs> That's, it. That's
2: it. What's been happening?
1: Just uh, a sec.
0: okay okay
2: ready
1: yeah so what's going on dog you right?
2: <laughs> yeah not bad i'm uh keeping busy
1: i can see that look at that you've got the camera ready you've got the flowers ready
2: <laughs> yeah it's like i've set that up on purpose oh, okay which i haven't
1: but I, I see you've been producing a lot of uh, vids like on in- well, just YouTube or and, and TikTok or where else?
2: Yeah, well, like, the idea was to do it on, on uh, YouTube, but, yeah, like, not, not a lot of people use YouTube. Like, family and friends don't really, or they use it for different things. They don't use it regularly. So I'm, like, trying to, oh, I'm using, like, Instagram and stuff to, like, try and filter people towards the, my channel,
1: ah, okay, kind
2: of working but
1: slow. Which which has been your most productive thing? TikTok or Instagram or
2: um, Facebook because that's where everyone go. That's where everyone finds the videos. I think. Ah, okay. Yeah. I like your your set. <laughs>
1: what set? Which one? <laughs> Behind you? Oh, yes, yes, yes. There's a lot of things. You can have a look if you want. Here we go. I'll put it in gallery view so you can see it. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. So, no, it's 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 effectively, um, yeah, I've been put in a situation because of the coronavirus when I'm back back in london with the family i'm guessing you're in the same boat right
0: <laughs> yeah
2: well yeah i'm with my mom but it's uh to be honest i probably would have this probably would have happened even without the virus oh okay like i probably would have just done this anyway so it's not actually affected my plans at all
1: just made them a lot just they just brought it about a lot sooner eh?
2: Yeah, yeah, it made it easier. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's well, everyone was all shocked. I mean, I was all sort of surprising, and everyone always stood outside in the school waiting for you guys to finish your last play. (laughs) It was all, (laughs) yeah,
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it was uh, I uh, yeah, I was a bit disappointed not to finish the last week because it was. Um, just because we'd like put so much work into it and then yeah and I actually yeah like I had something good in the show as well so I was like <coughs> I had to do that about four times to get it into the show and it finally got in and then two days later the school closed
1: <laughs> it was yeah How was it behind the scenes? So I'm just going to let people, there's not going to be many people listening to this, probably one or two people, but effectively what's going on, people who will listen to this, if you've got nothing else better to do. This might be
2: for the future. People, when we are famous, they'll look back on this.
1: Yes, they will, yeah.
2: Say, oh, they're terrible at interviewing and they can do, they'll be able to do the same thing.
1: Yeah, that's true, that's true. You know, they say, oh my God, these two sexy men were terrible interviews, but now look at them.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Behind the scene, well, on the day, on Sunday, when the school closed, like, Philippe came in and he was, um, he did sort of a rousing speech, saying there's no way he's going to close the school. And on Monday morning, he's going to go to the police station, and like, talk to them and tell them there's that he's not closing the school and mitch was was like philip uh we we are closing the school we cannot stay open we have a phone call from the mayor he said we have to close and uh philip was like okay but i'm not for it i'm not for it yeah so, and then it
1: so, for anyone that doesn't know what, what me and Phil are on about, effectively, me and him go to the same sort of clown school in Etomps, run by the famous Philip Gollier. Um, if you want to know what he's about, just imagine uh, he's like a f like a boxing train at the nose, everything, but roasts you as you do terrible on stage. It's it's a big theater school, some very famous people went over there, and then you've got the gorgeous me and Phil over there. And effectively. The coronavirus has preempted we were meant to be there till till June, but it's brought us back to England much sooner. That's what it is.
2: <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna go back? If, uh if you can go back.
1: I don't know. It's a bit of no, I don't think so. Not because I all the all of my dependence and like being able to pay everything off was on the tour guiding and running shows really. So without,
2: oh, okay. So that would have to open and you'd have to get the job back.
1: Yeah, it's. Uh, but it's. I mean, I, I'm. I know. I watched that news conference of Macron, and he said that he is going to. Um, he 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 suggested that he may loosen restrictions at open schools, and Philippe is very set on this, and I think he will open the school if that happens.
2: Yeah. But if there's not enough people, if the border's closed, then I don't think they can run the school if there's not enough people.
1: It, there's only about 20 people there now, but there's a, they're still in Etoms. Everyone else is all, all back at home or where they're from. Yeah. So I don't think they really can They I don't think so. It's a bit... It's. Yeah, and it just won't be the same. I'm just intrigued to see what's going to happen with the school because it, it providing hopefully Philippe survives this, but what's, what's going what's gonna to happen? Because it's not no one from the first year can do the second year, and you guys got a whole like another eight weeks or something to do.
2: Yeah, that's like, <clears throat> and we get our diploma as well if we finish it. We're yeah. like one term away from like, getting the diploma. Although that's not that important, but like, it is like a nice, like it's on paper that we have finished the two years.
1: Do you have to do every course to get the diploma?
2: No, I think you have to finish the whole second year. Okay. And well, to get into the second year, you have to do like a certain amount of weeks. Mm. And, and you have to have done Le Jure as well. Mm. Apart from that, yeah. But you don't have to do every call. You could miss like one or two, I think.
1: To be honest, the acting thing, when you're doing the melodrama, I, I mean, I miss Shakespeare and Chekhov, and I don't think I'm going to be doing that, to be honest. I, I mean, I don't mind doing that? this third term, but screw Shakespeare, no, not Shakespeare and Chekhov, um, Greek Tragedy. Like, I'm a comedian, not necessarily an actor, if you get...
2: That's the worst course for me.
1: Yeah, same here. It's... I mean, the only thing I liked about melodrama was doing that stupid um, lawyer thing with the kissing thing, where you go, oh, would you like a kiss? Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry, I would like to denounce this person for being a prat. (laughs) Hello, I'm going to defend myself. I am not a prat. (laughs) Yeah, it was did, it, did it work when you did it? Did Not it, really. No, it. it I mean, it's it's funny with the school as well. It, it's, I I mean, it's been interesting the second term of the people I've been working with. The the, I think two of them, were were ones where I couldn't really um. Two of them, fair enough, had done badly, but it just wasn't good enough. But with two of the others, it's a bit like, for fuck's sake, it was really stupid, but what happened? I I said to... I remember I was... Just before the end of Buffon, there was a a woman that I was working with. And then she's... For the Buffon thing, she said that she wanted to... uh, She just wanted to go by the curtain and do the wanking sign or whatever. And I said to her that that wouldn't work. And... And then then when I told her that, she got completely ballistic. She "Uh, uh, uh, said, you're this, you're this, you're that, you're that. And like started causing a big scene in front of everyone. I said, oh, I'm not going to work with you. And then she goes downstairs and then she starts saying, oh, I can't work with this man, this man. then she starts saying this and that to that person. And then, yeah, it was just mad. And then with another one, I pointed out the holes in what they were doing that were wrong. And then they said that I was being rude or mad, but it was, <laughs> yeah. It's it, it, they're they're the two that sort of when they went badly, it was a bit like I knew they were going to go badly anyway. So it, it's 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 just stupid. But with the others, you know, if if you lose, you lose. That's it. But have yeah. you felt like that? <clears throat> <laughs> I think you have.
2: Well, working with, yeah. I mean, like, I try and just work on my own, so I don't like. So that never, that like usually, like there's always like ten, like some sort of friction and tension when you work with other people, hmm. and that's why I avoid it because I can't
1: deal with it. Well, well come on, you asked me some stories that have happened. <laughs>
2: um, in terms of like, no, I never really got into an argument at all with it. Yeah, but yeah, I tried to like. Well, I always tried to diffuse it during Clown. I worked with a guy called Drew, and he, um, like for the whole, like all during the rehearsal, we were like com- on complete different wavelengths. Like he was doing one thing, and I was doing something else. <laughs> and then when we actually did it, like Philippe said, like Philippe showed us how to actually do it like we agreed on something and then philippe like sort of showed us that like the disagreement was the thing that was funny Ah. and like that's what we should have showed as part of our performance Mm. was like like we have two different things we're imagining and then we're trying to like adapt to each other's thing And it was really funny as well like what
1: we did and this I was did,
2: oh yeah i did like uh like the the exercise was it was something about gibraltar and that kid that washed up sure. the immigrant that um died and then white like, washed up and there's a photograph of it i think that's what philip was saying but it was like vague so he was hinting at that i think so like we we did something, and I, and I, I say I just went like Gibraltar, and Drew just stand there, doing nothing. It's like what? I'm
0: like, <laughs> Gibraltar. <laughs> he just.
2: It's like.
1: Oh, I, I don't think I've ever met Drew. What does he look like? What's he like?
2: Oh, he only did clown. Yeah, that was first year.
1: Oh, okay. And Very then course. okay. And then there's there's who else is there that was um I never met Luca. or I never spoke to him. I know that he did clown oh, yeah. this year, didn't he? I didn't met speak to him.
2: No, uh yeah, his second year last year. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was really good. Mm. he was good at all all of them, I think. All at clown booth on hand. Vaudville.
1: Mm, okay. What's what's what did you find? <laughs> so what have you f- found from the Gourlay experience as a whole? What was how has it changed you? And what's what's how have you found the people and like, yeah, just what's what's your summary of everything for people that haven't been to Etomps and haven't been haven't been a Gourlay clan?
2: Um, I I'd, well, I'd say uh, go if you can, yeah, if you can go and well, yeah, like the, on the website, it says you'll feel more free. And uh, yeah, that's a hundred percent. I feel more free. Mm -hmm. I I really, I think I gave it everything. Like when I did the courses, Uh, the first term I started off pretty slow. Because I hadn't done any performing at all, so I was terrified when I went up. So that was just a win, getting up. And then after that, it was, I was slowly the second term. I sort of sort of had a the breakthrough, which was like to um, not push too hard and just. Mm-hmm. Philippe kept saying to be more sort of more genuine. He said, I can't do play big characters because okay. I, I guess because I was too nervous. So, yeah, then that, I sort of broke through on that. And then my confidence did start building and then I started characters started getting bigger. Okay. And then second year during Clown, that's about sort of improvising, being able to improvise and be bad at things. Like have fun being bad at stuff. And, yeah, from that I got, like, just being able to improvise, um, sort of have a character. Because all a character is is a costume of, and a voice. And then, like, your own personality sort of layered behind it. Okay. But the, your per, it, like, it has to be genuine still, like, your personality. So I got that from kind of like to be genuine and not, not act. Okay. And then vaudeville was like vaudeville, that was about doing the improvising, but with a script. So like learning the script and then trying to make that natural and sort of your own thing. Mm. And I think bouffant must be about writing your own things like, so I think like all the courses are layering on each other. Okay, the cloud, the improvising. And then the and then vaudeville was like script, script and then improvising with the script. I think Buffon would be writing your own script. Mm. uh, Making that script your own and then improvising around it.
1: Yeah, it's... Buffon looks like a lot of fun, though. I wish I'd completed it all. Because it's... It's it's like the opposite of clown, in a way, isn't it? Like, with with such a barren cone, he's actually making fun of the person he's talking to. Whilst you think that he's actually being an idiot, but he's not.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't... I think, like... from, From Golia, it's more like... The focus is on fu- having fun. Mm. If you're like if you're having fun, then nothing else matters. Doesn't matter if it's like good quality or whatever. As long as you're having fun. I think Sasha Baron Cohen, like I I'm not sure so much now, but like his his earlier stuff, he was like that like, just purely fun. It didn't look like there was any like intention behind it. But that, like the like, this sort of people, like people taking things too seriously. They're making themselves look like idiots because, like, he was just having fun and doing his thing, yeah. and they're trying to take it seriously, so they're making themselves look stupid. But I don't think he had a. It didn't look like he had like a plan in place to do that. It yeah. was more like this is a funny idea and I want to do it. I want to try this stupid thing. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. It's, 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 well, I don't think he's, it's it's funny in a way. I don't think he really needs to do it that much anymore. So he's not as passionate as he was about it. He doesn't really need to work with him, does he?
2: That's, That's what I sense from his new, a lot of his new stuff is like, there's some sort of agenda behind it. He has some sort of, like, political statement
0: to make.
1: I mean, his best work is Borat, then it's Ali G, and then it's probably The Dictator. But The Dictator wasn't too bad, but I mean...
2: I don't know. I, w- I wouldn't rate it, like, I'd say Ali G, Borat, and then
1: Bruno. I don't know, but Bruno, I just thought it was gay porn or something. It, it was <laughs> It was a bit too much for me, <laughs> all that. Uh, but, I mean, the thing that I've... There was one character from Who Is America who I'd like to see in a film. And it was that um, American guy in the ponytail. And then when he went to that area air in America where it's filled with just rednecks and said, we're going to build this big mosque. And they start saying, oh, we ain't going to have no this or that here. Do you remember that episode?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was terrific. I mean... <laughs> I'd love that, but it, it's, I think he could do a film with that character.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't know, maybe, he's, maybe it's as, maybe the characters are as good as his earlier ones, but I don't know, because I, cause I sort of grew up with them. For me, it's like, yeah, maybe it's like, oh, now, because I've seen it before. Mm. and it's just like a re it's like redone what he did mm. But then I kind of sense there is like an agenda behind what he's doing like political statement maybe whereas like Borat and Ali G were just like were f- like funny characters that he came up with and it just happened that they also created like a political statement but that was like a side effect from like the actual characters that he made.
1: It's I'm I'm I'm. Yeah, well, I want to watch his podcast. There's there's a podcast. Do you know Stuart Goldsmith? No. Well, he runs a a big podcast where he interviews comedians, and there's one where he interviews Ali G. Such about really? so I'd like to find out why he got into clowning and what was I haven't looked at it yet because I've still got a backlog of ones that I'm going through. And it is interesting in a way because there's as a comedian, there's about four like there's Elf Lyons that went to his school, Zack Zucker, um, Vince Vigo, is that right? Yeah, and then is um, uh, yeah,
0: is
2: it Vince Vigo? Vigo the Viking.
1: Yeah, that's the one. And then there's uh, what's his face. Yeah, there's Helen Botham Carter. Uh, You can see some of the elements of clown of Helen Botham Carter because she plays all these over the top characters.
2: Yeah, it's really watchable though. Like the, yeah, what he teaches is like that. There's like there's like most, a lot of people I think when they act they do like sort of just. They try and make it look real, hmm. but like Philippe's teaching is more make it look, f- like have fun and make it make it interesting to watch.
1: Hmm. No, that's that's the main thing though, isn't it? Because look at Arnold Schwarzenegger; he's a terrible actor, but doesn't yeah. yeah, worth watching. watching.
2: Yeah, really watchable. Yeah,
1: Jason Statham; he's not necessarily. I mean, he plays the same characters, but he's watchable. Um, I tell you what, I I really I, now that I've been watching Gurlier, I'm not really an actor yet per se. I mean, I'm I, I paying more more attention to things. When I watched the Harry Potter series about a few weeks ago, God, they're terrible actors, and they are fucking boring. They are fucking useless. Like they are terrible. They are absolute dog shit. The only reason those films are worth watching is because of the supporting cast. Because without them. Those three are absolutely useless.
2: Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they are. Daniel Radcliffe is... is one of the worst actors I've ever seen. He's I think it's funny dude. that, like, in the books, Harry's supposed to be tall. And, like, in reality, Daniel Radcliffe never grew up. <laughs> he never uh-huh. got taller. He stayed <laughs> the same
1: size. He's short. Yeah, he's the same height as he was when he was 12. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's. I've watched some interviews of him and they are so wooden. He's so boring. Like, he, he answers it in the way you. Like it's just. There's no. It's like when you're having fish and chips, right? You need the tartar sauce and maybe a bit of salt. He is like the fish and chips without any batter or chips. He's just the fish. He is boring as fuck. If I, if I, I tell you what, I'd much rather shit myself for a whole week than watch an interview for an hour of Daniel Radcliffe. I'd have more fun doing that and more pleasure than, and it'll be more painful watching him than having a terrible shit for a week.
2: <laughs> I think, um, yeah, be careful what you say. When you're older, you might actually be sitting on a chair with shit in your pants, and then think, actually, I'd rather watch, that.
1: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, t- I tell you what though, I mean, I'll be honest, like, I-, I, have- I have blocked a few toilets in my time, if I'm being honest.
0: Yeah. I've got a, a talent yeah. for that.
1: I- I've had a few places where, like, the- it's been blocked. I've had to flush it a few times, to- and I couldn't get down. And I remember what's it called one of my workplaces. I absolutely blocked it and they had to order a plumber to fix it. And then I was sacked the next day.
0: <laughs> you were sacked.
1: Yes.
2: <laughs> For that? Or because you were I don't the know, software. there was a
1: few other things as well, other than the fact that I never wanted to be a web developer, but I just did it anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> but it was the block toilet that that pushed them over the edge.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, to be honest, it was in a bit of a secluded area and they had to walk... Or it was in Kingston. So it was in a little business site and they had to, you know, they had to go and ask another building if they could have go in and use the toilet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you started using other people's toilets.
1: I, I don't know they did, but, like, for one day and then it was sorted out. But, yeah, it's it's uh i don't know uh, to be honest i i my degree was i was a web developer and well, i did computing with business but it was a degree that my parents put me into because they you know there'll be lots of jobs in it and i'll be secure but i never had any passion doing it so uh, i think one of the easy things to tell if someone's not really going to be good or passionate about topic is the way they treat it so like I don't know, With whenever I was doing the, the web development, development, development and, and the course, course I, didn't I didn't really, really it, it, the sort of I had the sort of mindset of doing possible. as little as possible. Like it's, like it's, that's what the that's mindset what the mind like, people see like, they see, ask, like, ask, see, like ask, see like they are. Like could, could you help me Could you help me Or they don't make effort truly understand the topic. They try and, I'll be honest, I think I did try and find a few shortcuts here and there, and I just didn't see a future there. You can see that a lot of people in the course that I was doing had that same sort of mindset. You can tell, you know, when, when, when someone's passionate about what they're doing and they really want to make something of it, there's an attitude and there's a difference to it. And I also feel like that with, with being in comedy and with acting as well. Even, even, You know, I don't really give a shit. Even in some cases in the school, I feel like some people are just doing it just because they want to be famous, not because they enjoy it. And that's, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, I I I love being a comedian performer and I'm going to be doing it for the rest of my life and that's that's the be all and end all. But yeah, uh, I, I, that's what I feel with a lot of performers. They they try and cheat, try and get shortcuts. They don't want to, they don't see a vision. They just want to be famous and that's it. But they don't care how. But in some cases, I'm pretty sure even with some people in our school and with, with comedians or like that, if you put them on Love Island or if you put them as on Jeremy Kyle, they wouldn't care if that made them famous or not yeah yeah it's
0: yeah. but
2: yeah for me uh, i like all during the course i was uh, i was asking myself that question uh, like um like am i just doing this to be famous and the answer is yes i was no i, wasn't. <laughs> I was, no no i uh I think I just, yeah, I wanted to, like, create things. And, like, this was, like, a fun way of doing it. Yeah. Like, one of the most fun ways to do it for me. So it was, like, and I didn't want to be an actor either when I did it. I wanted to do comedy, Mm -hmm. like, like, stand-up or something. But actually learning the acting part is, like, like, it is comedy, like, what I've learned. It's more comedy than what I thought comedy was. Mm. I just thought it was about the jokes, but it's not. But I don't think that comedy is about the jokes at all anymore. It's
0: about the, the yeah. character, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, if I think if you want to be really good, then it's not just about the jokes. But if you, uh, in on the on the lot, see, I've been doing comedy for about maybe six years now. And if a lot of them it is mostly about the jokes, they're like the either stream of consciousness or like they're one liners is that's what it is in the UK. And if you put them in a situation where it doesn't require where they have to perform and they have to think out of their box and like they got their jokes, most of them can't do well at all. They they really struggle. Like with um, when I did my end of year New Year's show and like, Big show in the Grove, which is a night I run in Hammersmith. They they got a big bar downstairs, and you couldn't just tell jokes because the way it's set up, like there's pillars there that and people can't see you, so you got to improvise and do different things. But a lot of them, when they're in a situation like that, they were fucked, like Donkey Kong. They could not handle themselves. They they had no ability to adjust or to do anything. And that's. But I think if you want, but the really good comics, they can cope with it there's a lot more to them than just jokes and that they've got presence, they've got attitude, they've got performance, but... Yeah. Um Yeah, it's... it's. What's so... What, are you more of a comedian or an actor? What are you as a whole?
2: Comedian, I think. I think, yeah. Because, <clears throat> yeah. like, in terms of acting, I can't actually act. I'm still terrible. But, like, I can... I can do sort of funny acting, which yes, is like. so like, I think what I can do is like act in like a cartoonish way where it's not real, but it's like, it's not me, but it's not, it's not a realistic character, it's like a stupid character. No, I think that's what I can do.
1: I've seen your videos. You've been doing a lot of funny characters.
2: <laughs> what,
1: did, what did you make of my threat to you online? <laughs> I was a bit worried. <laughs> I don't know what I let
2: myself in for.
1: <laughs> Is that why you messaged me? What are you going to do now? <laughs> no, Because
2: yeah, I, I, like, I haven't really got any stand-up. I haven't done any stand-up at all. So, like, you, like you're... Like you've done a fair bit of stand-up. So when you were saying it, we're going to do like a, a well, like a roasting battle. Oh
1: yeah, <laughs> I, was, I, was
2: worried. I was like, oh shit.
1: <laughs> no, effectively, I have a chat with you later on. But I want to, I've put myself in for a lot of a few things this week. But what I want to do is a series of podcasts and a few like sketches with people online, like this. And we'll do a quick sort of script, very simple, and then we'll just improvise with each other, and then I'll upload it on YouTube or or, or um, TikTok. Yeah. Um, but that's that's what it is. It's yeah. It's yeah, so I think it's good that you say that you, you've made the decision to be a comedian because I think if you're not clear what you want, then it's hard to to put the work into it to go and get it. Because if you say you want to be, oh, I want to be this, I want to be that. You're, you're too split in one area, and then you, you don't know where to f- put your energy in, so you're not focused. You're lazy, and then you can just piss about and not do anything.
2: Yeah, I think it's good to find, uh, like Pete, successful people who, who like you can just sort of follow the path that they took, do the same sort of things don't copy them but do your own thing but like like copy like the sort of the like the method or like the like the the medium that they the mediums that they that they went into Mm. so i quite i like um people i like sasha baron cohen i like, like robin williams jim carrey I'm sort, of, I'm sort of honing in on, like, sort of what they did and sort of following. So they, they, started, they all started with stand-up, doing stand-up, and then they went into sort of characters in, in movies, and then they sort of started combining the two. Uh,
1: well, I think, yeah, I mean, what's it if, if If I get offered certain things that aren't necessarily being a comedian, I'll take it. But what's it called? My my main focus is to be a good comedian or the best comedian I can possibly be. Yeah. Let's try and different things, doing this and that. And I think, yeah. And oh sir, how come you haven't given me any drugs? <laughs> I joking. Because you said you want to be like Robin Williams. He's he's I mean he was he was snifferlocks, wasn't he? Was he? Yeah, he was well and like him and John Bellucci, they they <laughs> they They used to sniff like they used to play a game when they had a table and know sniff cocaine up their nose until the end of the table.
2: ask how they had so much energy all the time
1: yeah it's it's that's some of them, yeah, and I feel um John Bellucci, Chris Farley, and there was some comedians that I see on like if they're too expressive where it's not normal they're on they're on cocaine no like it's what's most if if it's, seems a bit odd. <laughs> They're sort of they're they're on something because it's not natural.
0: Yeah, um,
1: but I mean Jim Carrey. I don't think I'm not sure he might have taken some stuff. Who knows? But it's that he is. I do like their performance as a whole, but I think one thing it's good to follow their path. Like I'm a big fan of Eddie Izzard. he's a hero of mine because um, of the struggle he went through to get to where he wanted to go. But yeah, I think it's good to have heroes that you look up to. But I think we, we all got to make our own way and just go from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 an interesting thing at the moment.
2: Uh, sometimes like the drugs thing though is like th- with comedy. I think with any sort of performing, it's it's like a big. It's a big thing cause you get such a rush from like when you do well hmm. and you, and you don't want to lose it. Hmm. So it's really easy for, I, I, well I meditate a lot. So like I don't think I'd be able to do this if I didn't meditate. Even being small time, it's even like the people like messaging, like, I only get like maybe one or one or two a day from doing these videos it's still like a massive rush
1: what's the so what's the you, you it's interesting you do meditation what's so you, you do meditation in the morning or in the evening or how do you use yeah I do it?
2: hour in the morning okay and yeah I was doing two hours last year but that was a big commitment have you heard of Andy Kaufman
1: Oh yes, I have. What I, th- I know, he was a he was a bit of an eccentric, wasn't he?
2: Yeah, so I, I'm a big fan of his, and he. Well, I think my personality's kind of similar to his, and he. Like, he started meditating. That's when he started performing because he was meditating, so he could handle his fear, and then he just. He, like the more famous he got, the more he was meditating. And uh, after I read that in his autobiography, I started doing it regularly.
0: Mm. Uh,
2: yeah, and it really helps.
1: I, I've I've not really done any meditating, and I was asking you about it in the school, but I, I don't. Know, I've been doing something that's a bit different, and it's sort of helped a bit anyway. There's these like little YouTube videos on like meditation or something, and you just plug that into your ear, and I found that that's relaxed me, like, even at the start of the day or due, like when I go to sleep or something, and I wake up really relaxed.
2: Yeah, I think, I don't know. I had this thought today that like, it's not really about, but like, the meditation isn't about about the practice of like focusing on your breathing. I think as part of it to like hone your focus, to like strengthen your concentration so it lasts longer. It's more intense, but I think like just having, (coughs) having time where you don't do anything and have just space for yourself to, to just feel how you're feeling.
1: Yeah, I think that's, that's good. I think, cause I think I, I sometimes get like that. Some I felt like I got that in school as well when I was there before I left. And I felt like sometimes I have that when I've been in London, because you just, you're in the same place doing the same things. But when I go away or something, then I like process things and I figure out what happened with this and that. And I think more clearly and then I get new ideas and I go off from there. And that's, that's, I'm only sort of, sort of figuring out some of the things that happened in the school now rather or like we've oh, yeah, yeah. gigs. now that I'm away from it. And it's... Yeah. One, one, thing, one thing I find quite funny since I've been doing the lockdown, a lot of people are like, they're not doing much at all. And I like message them, but I thought that I'm busy. So I'll message them just to get it out there. So I don't forget to do it. And then I go back to work because I don't get distracted. And then I message them once I have finished some of my work. And then they, then they, then they ignore me. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's a bit. You know, I just find that interesting, way right? because it's a bit. You, you're not. All, are you not? All, I'm not doing no sort of silliness. I'm just trying to get work done. And it's a bit. Is it? I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. I just think that's a bit. You, I mean, you have got better things to do to worry about things like that. I don't know. What are your thoughts? <laughs> people during the lockdown
2: so i, I sort of zoned out because i was thinking of something else
1: <laughs> you're thinking of I, i'll repeat it shall i what we yeah, <laughs> yeah, say <it> again <laughs> you want me to repeat it Yeah. <laughs> one thing i've been doing recently i've been trying to contact a few people um like that i know and i'd like message them and then i'll i thought i don't want to get distracted from things too much i'll switch facebook off then i'll get back to work and i'll talk to them later then, when I go and talk to them later, they ignore me.
2: <laughs> so, you're saying like it, when you uh, like you'll contact people and then you're, you'll turn off your, your, like, your, the way. So, I don't understand.
1: <laughs> no, i just switch off from social media for a while. Yeah. And I'll get back to it.
2: And then you go back and they haven't messaged you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, no, they message, they message me, but then when I message them back, they don't message back.
2: Oh, right. And then you turn it off again.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's just the way it is. It's funny. I've had a lot of that since... I, I, it's, it's... One of the things I find funny, people are interesting. Like we, no, we don't... We, we, I think we live in an age that's a bit too sensitive with a lot of things at the moment. And I think that we're, we we get too bothered by things that aren't that big a deal in terms of things as a whole. Like when people say certain jokes and this or that, it's it's we're too sensitive to it. It's about the intention behind a lot of jokes that matters. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's
2: why I think it's not about the... Uh, the joke is irrelevant irrelevant that it's more like the intention of the joke yeah if the intention is like an attack on someone or something then it's not then like it's not a really a joke it's more like something serious yeah but if it's like a if it's something just to make people laugh like people don't understand is it like what is someone saying something to make people laugh? Or are they saying it because they're a, 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 an asshole?
1: Yeah, that's that's the distinction. And once that's made, then you can get offended. But if they're doing it just to make people laugh, then that's not, you, you can't. It's it's a bit. You can't say not get offended, but like try and have bear that in mind and do that. Try not to get too annoyed by it. But I've seen it so many times that people decide to get offended straight away and get really wound up out of little things that don't really it just meant as a bit of a joke and a laugh and it's 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 it's, and you do little things with people nowadays and people get very sensitive about it and they're like it's it's they overreact to things i told you with when i had when i was working a few projects at the school like all i did was just agree with a point and i was like telling you the truth about it and she completely lost it. It's like I'd, like I'd said something racist or attacked a member of her family and she completely, vroomed. it was a bit like, whoa, what's going on here?
2: Yeah, I think it's important to like, I think the sort of vanguard of creativity now is to like say, fuck you to that sort of, the, the like offended people. I think the vanguard is to do what what you want and not not care what people think so much
1: yeah and i think one thing that i find quite funny as well is that during the election especially in the uk and they do that with brexit and they do that with the us election as well the others the other side of the argument they always try and paint the other side as a racist or bigoted or yeah. stupid they try and demonize that person before they've even had a before they've even known them or had a chat with them and it's a bit, and each time they've lost, but they keep doing it. It's been 2016 since Brexit and Trump happened, but during the, the 2019 election, people did the same tactics as they did before.
0: Yeah,
2: I don't know, maybe, it, I don't know if this is...
1: And so many people, like, they try and there's a very group think that a lot of people are, that I'm coming across, and they're all saying, you've got to vote Labour, or you've got to do this and that, and it's a bit like, You're trying to force, you're trying to bully people, trying to brainwash people to think a certain way. And if they don't think that way, you're subhuman and you're stupid and I don't like you and we can't talk to you. It was even stupid enough that they actually closed a comedy gig down. One of the promoters said, if you vote a conservative, you can't perform at my night. (laughs) And he said that if you are conservative, you're this, you're racist, you're this and that. But hold on, isn't that a bit of racism for you to say that someone who voted conservative can't perform or go to your night?
2: It's, it's, yeah, yeah that it's great great. generalization of of uh, of a person because of one of that like one action they've done it's
1: and um it's a bit like i
2: don't i don't know if this is like if this is if this is a new thing or like like society's always been like
1: this yeah, uh, I know. I think I, I'm not. You know what? I'm not sure, but I do get the feeling more it's
2: in more, more, and it's become more in our awareness. Like the, like the offended people, because like we're so outraged by that. That like on social media, there's like algorithms to, like, feed you things that are, that sort of trigger you. So I don't know if this like triggers us. So like we're getting recommended videos like that because we're watching things like that.
0: Yeah. Or, or yeah. If it's... Yeah. That's, I think
2: that's, that's probably part of it. But there's other things as well that... Like, society probably is more like that, more polarised
1: now. It's Yeah, I mean, it's a bit... Um, yeah, it, it's, it's bloody... Um, No, I think I, yeah, society is more polarized. But I think, I think there's there's like every generation seems to have their thing in that, right? Like in the seventies or eighties, it was hippies and all that, and then the generation before they had maybe Teddy Boys or something. And I feel that this generation's the millennials thing is to be vague. Offend? Yeah, they choose to be offended over things. Yeah, and and what's it called? I was speaking to one person, he says that the same people who are getting angry now about things that they should be offended about, uh are the same people who would be very racist in a certain time. You know, when they used to have a sign that said no blacks, no Irish, no dogs. There'll be the same people who would get annoyed at those things, like maybe 20 years ago. But now they choose to get to be annoyed at other yeah, things. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It's like they're the new they're like the the people who are offended, they're like the left. The lefties, they're the new conservatives. They're the new, like, I, this is what I think, they're the new, like, this is now the, like, status quo is political correctness. And they've taken that and they've, like, gone further with it and they're pushing for more of it. Like, we want more. We, we want people to 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 be considerate about everything they say. And like, I think that's like they're. The, I think they're the new um, like conservatives and the people sort of and the actual like more right wing people now and are, are the people who are like pushing for more freedom and to more yeah they're the more creative people
1: now I think
0: yeah hmm.
1: it's it's I don't know it's, it's...
2: Trying to change the status quo, I think.
1: Yeah, but I think it's sort of forced. I mean, the message is good that everyone should be treated equally, but I think the don't push it too far because otherwise we can't have a laugh, or it, it's, it's going to be make things boring and too safe. And When things are too too safe and too restricted, then it, yeah, it's, it stifles creativity and it it just makes things too boring. Like Philippe says, that's fucking boring because you're not you're not being. Yeah, a little bit, but not too far. When you say certain things, but that's it. You don't need to try and sort of rub it in people's faces because you're trying to control people. Yeah, and then you're having it the other way now, where people are going the, the other way with the EDL and all that. And I think it's just basically a lot of people on both sides are just people that are looking for excuse to be angry. Yeah, and they want someone. I, to get
2: I, it. I, yeah, I know. I think I know like, partly where the anger is coming from. Uh I think for like racism as an example. I think like everyone has a degree of racism built into their own mind. Like you like I think it's like hardwired and like the culture makes you reject it and and like push it away, but it's always a part of you. And because you're pushing, everyone's pushing it away, so it's like fighting back, and it's fighting back in well, in the right wing, sort of proud racists who are being proud that the that the who are like taking their racism seriously and like and like saying racist things, and then there's like the left wing who like hate racists because they're like that and they hate that part of themselves.
1: Mm. I don't know. It, it's well, no, but We all have pre- we have prejudices. I agree on that point in that we do have assumptions and different groups of people and races, they, they go into our head. But um, whoever you are is going to be a little bit here and there. And it will affect the way we behave.
2: Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't function without prejudice, without some prejudice in your mind. Like you have to fa- like You have to favor some things instead of other things, or like, or you can't live. Mm. I'm not. I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about like everything. Mm. Like mm. you can't. Make, you can't make a decision if you don't have prejudices.
0: Yeah. If you don't
2: favour things and um like disfavor other things,
1: yeah, it's it's just one of those things. But yeah. I know right now, right, in that if if in comedy or if I went to our school and I started shouting, I'm a loud conservative, and like I was like I said, said certain things, I'll do like nine eight ninety nine percent of the people in the school would be against me, and ninety nine percent of comedians would be against me. The yeah, like there'll be vote because nearly every single one of them's all on that side.
0: Yeah,
2: but I don't know. I hate. I sort of hate. I hate people who are like proud right wingers and proud left wingers. I hate anyone that like, like, has formed their own identity out of being left or right wing. Because it's kind of meaningless as well. It doesn't mean anything. It just means you're... It just means that you're taking things way too seriously that you have no control over. And you're trying to force other people to, like, to, like, follow your stupid ideas.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like... I th- it's like when you see those some christians and muslims in the street and they start trying to pretend to be your friend and they you leaflets and pamphlets and saying you should worship our god it's a bit like we fuck off
2: yeah yeah I think there's another theory that like the like this this like offended thing is like a new sort of religion where like everyone like everyone's Everyone's become sort of atheistic and nihilistic now, and they've lost religion. And like everyone needs a religion, like you have to have some sort of be- belief to function. Because if you don't believe anything, like nothing has any meaning. Mm. Like you have no, you know, have nowhere to aim because everywhere is meaningless. And so. Uh, oh, I've forgotten what I was going to say now. <laughs> what was I saying? can't remember.
1: You're saying, that, what's it called? That you should believe this and everything's meaningless. I remember yeah, you... like, yeah,
2: we're still brought up without religion now. And, like, that has, that's left a gap. It's left a gap for people to fill, and people are filling it with politics now. Hmm like the belief is politics uh like left or right is gonna is a thing to aim for now for the future it's like this is this is the the promised land
1: <laughs> like the the mecca you see yeah <laughs> yeah it's to be honest the person that i really don't like is jamie Corbyn. i really no, he, he was complete why did he try and paint himself as jesus you're not fucking jesus you know if if you if you had a really attractive woman like throw yourself at you you do it, and she had all the ticked all the boxes there would be a thought in your mind that you would want to sleep with her even though you're married this it's just the way it is like you're trying to pretend to be your you're a saint no you're not a saint you're just like everyone else and it was a bit too much. And well, Boris Johnson—he's just a very crafty man. Like he, he acts daft, he looks stupid, he, yeah. he puts the wool over your eyes, and then before I know it, you know he's slept with your missus. That's that's, that's Boris Johnson. He's a, he's a slippery snake. He acts he, stupid, but then he gets you from behind.
0: Yeah,
2: I think yeah, yeah. Philippe, well, Philippe at the score, he said anyone. Any pe- anyone who knows anything is an idiot. If you know something, you're an idiot. What does it mean? Um, like because like, no one really knows anything. Like, especially politicians, like they're they they're like certain that they're certain that their policies are right and good for everyone, but they're stupid because. Because they don't know, and it's just one, it's kind of just one perspective on it. So, like Boris Johnson and Corbyn, they got sort of opposite views, but they're both sort of certain that they're right. But they
1: can't be it, right, it appears yeah. that way, it appears that way,
2: yeah. But yeah, like, like that's like you have if you're a politician, you have to pretend, like at least, well. You should pretend like you know that you're certain of it, but like I think politicians are, like, sit, like they're seriously certain of what they believe, that like they're certain, like that actually certain of it.
1: Hmm. No, I don't know. Like,
2: that's part of what a politician is, though. A snake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and oh so I was gonna say like the yeah, like no one knows anything, as in like like the way the universe works is so complex you can't even comprehend a tiny part of it, mm. and like really intelligent people they're just really good at guessing they're not they don't know anything, they're just they see, I think they see patterns and they can make a good guess from the pattern. Hmm. But really, the, the guess might be completely wrong. Because the like what they know is sort of that much and the universe is like like the whole, bigger than this room.
1: You mean that people that are too, too I think what Philippe's getting at is that he means that people that are too confident in their own thoughts but they're very certain they know what they're doing and they're not open to change or growing or being questioned and seeing.
2: Yeah, if if you know everything, you can't learn anything because you already know
1: it. You already
2: think you know it.
1: Yeah, so you don't listen. Yeah.
2: What do you think of uh, Donald Trump?
1: I think he's, he's a more clever person than people who are on the other side try and make him out to be.
2: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. He's not stupid.
1: And, like, with all the tweets he's saying, with this and that, he's actually using you because you don't like him. He's saying certain things so that you give him publicity. It's so like Floyd Mayweather. He used the fact he built a career out of being the villain and getting people to hate him and made a lot of money from it. Yeah. And. Yeah, Hillary, I, 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 I'll I tell you what, I do prefer Trump more than Hillary Clinton. Though. I feel that like he's more real than she is. I really didn't like her, like her, that stupid smile she put on and that like, the way she behaved was just... You know they were responsible for the death of about 100 people, her and Bill Clinton, and there's all sorts of dodgy things going on with their charity.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there's... Yeah, I... I uh... Yeah, everyone could, like, see that Hillary Clinton was completely fake and that everyone had had enough of, had enough of fake politicians.
1: Well, it's a bit... He, she got most of the votes, but it's a bit like she wasn't standing for anything. Like, she got most of the votes, but, like, everything she was... Yeah, it was... Well, Trump basically did things logically. He, he, he got the votes in where it mattered. And if if the if system is like that, why didn't Hillary Clinton do the same thing? Well in trying to please everyone, please the main people that are important. Like Yeah.
2: I yeah, I think the like Trump his uh well actually I quite I quite like him because he's like funny to watch.
1: Don't say that too much outside of here though. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I yeah, I, I think I like him because he's, he's and like I can see that like, yeah, he has some sort of vision for the country. And like what he's saying and stuff, he's just sort of having like he is having fun, whatever he's doing. Like when he's having these like interviews and stuff. He's sort of he's half taking the piss out of out of the people
1: interviewing him yeah it's it's a funny thing in a way because he's yeah it's because if you went right now and put on a <laughs> one of my comedian friends do you know what he's done he's put on a hat saying make lewisham great again <laughs> not yeah <laughs> he's a bloody funny comedian but um well i got we've yeah, if if I wanted to get in an argument with a lot of people I know that are my age, just wear a Trump hat and saying that Trump's the greatest, and they'll soon be down at my neck. It's they'll it take the bait so easy. He's it's, yeah, he's um, yeah,
2: he is, yeah, he's a troll. I <sighs> think. Well, I think he's he's like publicly a troll, but like I think he's actually. Like he has some sort of vision but I don't I like I don't think he's no like, he's not a good president I don't think but he's because he's like so rich and like his whole like he's never he's never not had millions of dollars
1: no, he's not really a self-made. Um...
2: He doesn't know what it's like for regular people.
1: What a funny thing about him is he makes the lie that his dad lent him sixty thousand dollars or something daft like that. But the truth was, he, his dad sent him like a million, like twenty million dollars. <laughs> so it's, and he's lost a lot of money. But it's it's just, to be honest, yeah, I would like to see more people from like sid khan's no sadiq khan's background get into politics it would be good to see more people from the slums around the country because they will be more in touch like someone like david cameron or boris johnson cannot say you know i i know what it's like or i they can never say that word because they've always had everything
0: yeah
2: i don't i think this i think yeah i think the the um it's so complicated running a country that there's no, like like it's very, yeah, it's like impossible actually to do a good job. All you can do is not, not do a, not make things worse.
1: Mm. I don't know, I've never run a country before, but you know, maybe we could be <laughs> you know, I, I run America. You run, you run uh, UK, and that's it. <laughs> well, what? Why do they say that the Americans and the UK have a special relationship? This just sounds like a like a billionaire with a wife, but then is then his mistress on the side. That special <laughs> relationship. Why does? Why do they refer to it like that?
2: <laughs> special. Uh, I don't. know, I think they're buzzwords, aren't they? to try and...
1: Or it sounds a bit like, oh, your special needs. We have a special relationship. Can you go to the toilet properly? Okay, let me tell you how to go to the toilet. What you do is you you get a tissue, you wipe yourself, and then you throw it in the the toilet and then you wash. Or it's like... um,
2: I think it sounds more sinister, like a... Like a special relationship,
0: yeah, as it's in like, a, some
2: like underhand, like dealings going on.
1: It's a bit like Tony Soprano saying, "Hey, come on, eh? You know, we got a special relationship. You gotta give me like fifty kind of G's for for every kind of week, okay? And then then we won't fucking knock your teeth out, okay?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people have been saying that um the conservatives are selling the NHS and they're doing all this and that I mean the NHS is underfunded, we can see that, but I, I hear that this was I will I don't I hear that this was an initiative sort of started by Labour in a way, in terms of them selling. But I, I as you said, I don't one thing I do wanna do is I wanna at some point during my life really make an effort to understand politics the whole and then make my own informed decision on what way i go but yeah. i don't like the fact that especially on the left side of the labour lot they try and force you to think a certain way so what I, what i do is i just say yes just yes, yes just to just to keep them and then then i tell them to fuck off when they're not looking <laughs> it's
2: my goal is to um try and put politics so far out of my awareness that I completely forget it exists. Because mm. it doesn't make me happy, I just brings misery.
1: Yeah it does. It does. Too much misery.
2: <laughs> and I don't know if I'd vote. Do you vote?
1: Uh <laughs> I I did vote, but I'm not going to say which way (laughs) I (laughs) did, because I I, want to keep that sort of, I don't want to ever...
2: So you're hiding that pretty
1: well. (laughs) I don't want to ever vote. No, I don't. That's sarcasm, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. I don't really want to reveal who I support, because it's a bit like, you know, I don't want, I know that these sort of things cause issues. It's a bit like when you come out as a Liverpool supporter or something, that causes issues and so I keep that quiet as well so it's a bit I don't know
2: I think you shouldn't keep it quiet because I think the the uh I think like the like your potential career is on the internet now and the internet is so big it specializes in niches so the more you you are like the more people like you, you're attracted, which is what you want. Like you don't want you don't want people that that aren't gonna like some of your stuff following you.
1: Yeah, you know that's true. You know, you know, I've had a bit of a thought about that, and I've, I've had a thought about that in the school as well. But like, I've been a bit. Uh, I, I need to be more picky about who I choose to associate and mix with. And because they say that if you mix with dogs, you get fleas. And so it's a bit, (laughs) no, but that's the truth. And sometimes I get into relationships and friendships with people where I feel like I don't gain anything from the relationship, but the other person does. And it's a bit like, I'm no one's fucking dad. Fuck off. I, I was with a conversation the other day. I've been busy and I try to chat with them. I've been nice to them. And one of them was fucking very nosy into trying to find out what I've been doing. And I said, No, it's a bit like, I'm not, why should I, what's it called, share what I know of you when you're not really giving me much in return? And you like, I'm not here to give. Pay me yeah. money first. And then I'll, <laughs> it's, I don't mind you. Yeah, I'm not yeah, talking money to do, you.
2: That's we what money. money is for, is like when you can't, when you don't, when you can't give anything. Then you give your money. (laughs) Yeah, it's a bit like at the school. Yeah, and you have to pay people if you
0: yeah
2: you want something from them. Exactly. Everything is like an exchange of value. Like everything in life is an exchange. Even if it doesn't look like an exchange, sometimes the exchange is just like being positive. Mm. Like people like you because you're positive and they want you to be around them but hmm. that's the exchange there's like because there is there's people who are like do you know anyone that like just gets given loads of stuff and they're like they don't really do anything they're just happy happy people
1: yeah they're cool like do yeah
2: yeah like cool people who, you just but people just want to do things for them that's the that's the value that they're exchanging is just the the positive attitude that's probably the like the thing you can control as well and can like like you can like anyone can do that anyone can become positive
1: yeah there's all sorts of things on the internet there's like with a lot of things that you want to do now you can do it there's not really much of an excuse it's just um, if you believe in yourself you work hard and you look at yourself and honestly you analyze yourself get feedback and you keep going then there's going to be a way that you can start making things happen but if you're not going to do those things then you can't expect things to happen yeah it's a bit it's a yeah it was a bit in i've had a lot of those relationships in before where it's just one way and it's a bit like now i think you know i need to be careful about that because it's a bit like it's yeah it's it's irritates me a bit and it's i remember i was talking to um shanice about a few things in the school she's quite a clever girl i respect her a lot one of my favorite people in the school and i like you you and april as well but um yeah
2: like shanice is that was the
1: that's the singaporean woman Singapore, yeah and then, and then when I was talking to her, like four, four or five people started like sitting around trying to o- overhear the conversation. It's a bit like you got nothing else fucking better to do, mate. But like, you go out and do things, it's a bit like I don't want to be around people that are sitting around not wanting to do anything and trying to sort of leech stuff off you without wanting to do anything themselves. Yeah, I don't, I don't like people like that. It's a bit, yeah. I, I said, I don't mind being honest and saying things as they are. So when I will, I will.
2: Yeah, I'm, like that's that's another like thing that you have to offer is your honesty. That's a lot of like a lot of people don't know that. Like if you're honest, people like that. It And it hurts as well to be honest. It's like a painful thing to do.
1: Yeah, well, it's got me. That's, that's the thing I've done before, you see. I'll be honest and try and be helpful. But then the person will try and be clever and steal shit of me. So I'm quite careful about that now. I remember there was one bloke who's been trying to. I kicked him out, what's he called, out of my club, uh, what's it called, last year, but I should have kicked him out a lot sooner. He's he's basically this. I don't want to talk ill of people, but I don't like him. He's, 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 he's one of those. There's a lot of acts that you get maybe in America and the UK, but they start copying 40 year old top six successful American comedians. Because things like, you know what I mean? Like, dude. And they, Why die. they try and be like that. But you're like 24, 25. You're not that person. And then like, he tried to, he's been trying to steal my act and doing this and that. But I kicked him out anyway, which was good. And then I tried to make amends with him, you know, gave, gave him a chance. But then he said that he knew something about advertising a show or something. So I said, yeah, okay. Could you give me some advice on it? But he gives me some complete shit like i know it's fucking bullshit i know i know your head's up your ass but come on there is some understanding and then then he asked me some advice on youtube so i'll be nice giving a bit of help thought maybe would help me out but he didn't so it, i felt guilty about doing that and then i just told him to fuck off and that was it and it's,
2: hmm. but it's yeah it's, i don't know about people stealing acts because i think it's no, well, i I've, I've not i've not really done an act that people can copy like I haven't done stand up or anything so I don't know but I think like, after being at Golia like the like, like what Philippe says basically you're selling your fun like if you're having fun that's like that's what you're selling when you're on stage like whatever you're doing so it's important that you're having fun and usually your fun like the thing that you're doing that is fun is unique to you and like no one can really copy it because you are like, like that is your fun what you're doing that is what people like and watch so people like so like someone copies it they're like they're not having their own fun they're trying to copy yours and it's and it doesn't work like people don't like watching it it's probably better than doing like something boring and shit just copying someone else who's having fun but like it's still it's not it's not from like the original source of it which is like the which is like the gold but everyone can do it. everyone's got their own fun so i don't think i don't really get i don't i don't buy into stealing
1: acts Well, that's what that's what people do, and that's that's like it's. it's Was I I read into it? It's a bit of a narcissistic sort of personality thing where they want to try and take traits of yours so they feel more confident. They try and what they do.
2: Yeah, but people can do it, but it doesn't work. So you can just let them do it because it won't work for them.
1: Well, it's a bit, it's a bit like when I saw that person keep on doing it, it just a bit sort of, it stops you from being creative because you have to sort of hold your stuff in because you'll try and s- steal shit and take credit for it. So I just thought...
2: No, I think just let it all out. Like, let them steal it. Like, let them steal it because it's, it's going to suck. <laughs> yeah. Like, let them steal your stuff and then laugh at it because it's, laugh at how how shit it is compared to, like,
1: when you did it
2: hmm Yeah, I don't know because it doesn't pay off. I don't think it pays off in the
1: long, long, long term, but short term, it, might. it won't pay off at all for the short term. It could yeah, it might,
2: term. It might be embarrassing if, like, your if that's your act, someone's copied it and then they've gone on before you, and then you go on with the same act.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's well, that's 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 sometimes. Yeah, that's that was the situation that was done. But yeah, I've made that decision. And if yeah. you're I
2: think if you're the original source of it, then you just come up with something else.
1: Yeah, no, I do that a lot. But it's a bit <laughs> like I don't want to have to go through. It's a lot of it's a lot of extra effort as well. And it's I'm, I would much rather make things easier for myself by keep on doing my own creative things and keep what other things I have as well. And I don't, I've been a bit too open with people that don't deserve my openness. And I think I need to be more open with people that I feel I'm going to gain a lot. They're going to gain a lot and it's going to be a good friendship. That's, that's what I want. And yeah, if, if, if I like someone, I'm more than willing to help them out. If I see that they have the right attributes and they'll help me out as well. If I don't like you, I don't want to fucking help you. Fuck off. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. What do you feel?
2: Yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't, someone, I mean, I'm, I'm a nice person, so I don't, I don't like telling people to, I don't like saying no, but if, but yeah, I've sort of worked out that like, if what I'm doing is providing more value, if like I'm, I'm giving a lot of value to people by doing my thing, and like being friends with someone or like helping someone is getting in the way of it then i have to like cut that off for the for the benefit of more people that's how i look at it now
1: it's well i mean there's this it's called being nice but you've got i think a, a decent person knows that knows to give people limits and you don't let like you don't put a fake niceness. Like what I see in this sometimes is I see, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to say that. Um, But what what I don't like is I don't like, um, it's easy to be fake nice, but um, being a, yeah, it's, it's, what's the bit I'm getting at? Yeah, there's, there's got to be limits and you've got to do things for yourself at the end of the day, whatever the situation is, whatever you're being nice or whatever you have to look, put yourself first. That's it. Yeah. There's no ifs or buts, you have to and you have to do what's and you gotta if you don't feel like something's right, then don't you don't fucking need to do it. Who gives a fuck? They don't like you if they're pieces if they oh you're this, you're that or whatever. Tell yeah. them shit. That's it.
2: I don't know. Well yeah, I, you're right, but for me, like I can't like I can't think of it like that because it's like too, it's too sort of selfish for me. So I can't think like that. So I, so I, I can do the same. Like I can do the fuck off, but I have to think about it differently. I need to think about it more. Like, um, do I benefit one person by helping this person, or do I benefit like? 20 people by carry on like doing my work and sort of cutting this per- other person out that's how i look at it now so i'm doing more good by doing that by cutting the person out
1: i don't know it's a bit well, we've really gone to some very deep topics here haven't yeah. we? <laughs> <laughs> no um well that's that's my that's my idea and things I, I like to try and be nice to people if possible but I think sometimes in the past I've been a bit too nice to people and people have mistaken it for other things and I think yeah I, I think you just gotta that's what I think at the end of the day it's good to be nice to people it's better to be friendly and kind to people but yeah sometimes you've got to put your foot down
2: yeah I see yeah you yeah but it's not yeah i don't think it's like you're putting your foot down for yourself you're putting your foot down for other people because of like what what you have to give like one person is getting in the way that's i think that's the better way to look at it
1: Uh, explain that
2: like if you're say if someone's saying oh can you help me with my my project and you're like and you're working on something so you're like say you're like successful and like you're creating something and like people say oh this is really inspiring me to do my own thing and like you and like like 20 people like message you that something like that it's better for you to carry on doing your work and cut out that one person Mm. the benefit of those sort of 20 people who have messaged you carry on doing your work Mm. and cut out the one person who's asking you to help with their work yeah yeah well ideally do both but like if you can't do both then do do the thing that's going to help the most amount of people or find a way where you could help that one person and help more people at the same time. So like you know, do you follow Gary V?
1: Yeah, I like him. He's I like his work ethic. He's amazing. Yeah, he's
2: good. But yeah, like he he helps individuals. I've noticed like he he records it on camera and makes a video out of it so he's helping that one person who's like desperate for help and probably won't might not get anywhere because they're like because they're being too selfish but like gary v is like recording the conversation and like he's helping that person but he's also having it recorded so he can help anyone that watches the video as well Mm. who has the same question yeah so that's like a way that you could you can help two people at the same time. Mm. You can help that one person and lots of other people. Yeah, because i I'm, I think what I'm saying is like that's what yes, makes, yes, yes, it, yes. that's what makes you happy is helping people,
1: helping the right people.
2: No, helping everyone. I think
1: it's helping the. It's help, when when you. Yeah, I think that's 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 yeah, that's good what he does there because he's helping people that want to do something with their lives because they've gone out to look at his channel, they're going to look at things, yeah. so they've shown a lot of initiative and a lot of desire to do it, and by giving that video, he's helping them, which is a good service to help society. Yeah, go forward.
2: I see where you're coming from. It is annoying if like if people are distracting you. If someone comes and like is and wants you to like uh, do something for them, or is trying to like take things from you and isn't giving anything back?
1: It's, I don't, yeah, it's the second point that I don't like. The first point, I'm not like, I don't mind helping people, but it's, it's, it's if the, yeah, I don't like it when people try and take things, give nothing back, that's the big thing.
2: Yeah, I think it's fair enough if you're, if you're in a position where you've got enough money and income, But if you're, like, trying to – like, if you're you're still, like, struggling to make money and stuff, like, you need to get your head above the water before you can stop someone else drowning.
1: Yeah, that's the thing I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah, that's that's another thing. Because I wouldn't say that I'm – yeah, I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily – I'm still working, building towards things, but – yeah. I don't like the fact that someone's trying to get what I'm starting to learn and they're trying to steal things off me, which I don't I don't mind being in a thing where you're both helping each other and you're working towards something, but where it's just you helping them, and you're so you're not in a position that bigger position as well and it's a bit I don't know, my god this has gotten deep <laughs> whoa I've
2: I was going to have my YouTube channel, it's going to be called cool. Philosophy, but like when I tried to sit down and do it to the camera, like I just couldn't think of anything to say. There's always I can do it if I'm talking to someone, but I can't do it if I'm on my own.
1: Are you going to be free later on this week? Because I want to discuss maybe we'll do we'll, we'll prepare like a sketch or something, but we'll do it sort of very simple. We'll come up with a little script and then we'll improvise with each other and then yeah. we'll upload it at some point. Yeah. We're doing
0: that? Yeah,
2: I find it's better if you come up with, like, uh, like, don't write a script, like, come up with the this, this story with the jokes in and then improvise. Okay. And then so. improvise that's how I watch this thing, like, that's what Larry David does for, for Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm. And that's what I've been doing now with my with my uh, little mini series what's it about what's the story i just write, i write the story down and then i and then i improvise it hmm. I, um what what's it about um
1: i should ask that... you what that right at the start <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: have you seen it
1: i've seen bits and pieces of it i've seen a bit where you take pictures of different people and you start doing accents
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I was doing like a 30 day challenge. Uh, I was trying to do it. I'm doing a video every day for 30 days. This is day 26. So this will be the video. This will be today's video, but, but like what's come out of it is, I've started to do like a mini series of like a sort of drama with these little animated characters that live inside my brain. And then like, that's one story. And then I have like my story with other characters and then they sort of intersect and overlap. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm halfway through doing that.
1: Have you looked at your, how have you found like producing 30 videos in a day, how has it sort of gone for you as a whole?
2: 30 videos in a day.
1: <laughs> 30 videos, in the every, every,
2: yeah, one a day.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm barely managing one a day. <laughs> um, I, well, I had some like experience editing, doing video editing and like, like with film. I did film at university. Oh, okay. But yeah, like what I learned, you could probably learn in like a few weeks anyway. But like that, that was a good starting point. So I already knew how to do it. And uh yeah, I mean, like it's been like school where like you, there's periods where it's really easy. Like the, like the ideas come and it's, and it's fun to do. And then there's, there were days where it was like i had no ideas and i felt really shit and i was like on the brink of not doing a video mm. i was like almost in tears how hard it was and that lasted like that lasts maybe two or three days and then i'm like back and then it's it's just like it's like good and then bad
1: I noticed that what a lot of YouTube video makers do is they have a day where they shoot all the videos and then they upload them. They don't like just do it every day. They, they decide that there's a day they're going to do this and that.
2: Yeah. In hindsight, that would have been a good idea because <laughs> now I, fi- I have to film it all separately on each day because like I, like I, when I started it, I filmed, like i filmed everything the day before and then i uploaded it in the morning the next day but like i went through that a rough patch where i didn't have anything and then i had a day where i didn't didn't do a video so like i ha- i'm uploading them in the evening now so i do them on in i s- start in the mo- sort of afternoon and then upload in the evening but like after this 30 days, I'm going to, yeah, I'll probably do that. I'll film it all in two days mm. and then I upload them.
1: I'm interested. I might try something later on in a week. I'm going to try and do what. Um, let's, let's end the podcast and we'll talk off screen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> let's do that. Yeah.